Welcome to the podcast, How to Market You and Your Business by Paul G. Walmsley. This podcast helps entrepreneurs and network marketing professionals create and market their brand so they attract customers and top quality people to their business. Each episode is jam-packed with real-life, battle-tested, cutting-edge marketing tips and strategies. So let's dive right in. Here's Paul. Hello, this is Paul Walmsley and welcome to the podcast, How to Market You and Your Business. As always, I'm in my apartment in Beverly Hills, California. It's an interesting evening for me. My daughter is here for the summer, so she's in the dining room and I've given her a jigsaw puzzle to keep her busy for a couple of hours. So (laughs) I don't know whether that's mean or not, but hopefully that'll keep her busy and we can continue with the interview tonight's show, no problem. So tonight I have the pleasure of welcoming my friend Scott Kent, who's in Temecula, California, one of the wine countries of California, I guess it could be described. Is that correct, Scott? That is, yes. All right, wonderful. So before I get started, I introduce Scott, and he's got some great things to share with us tonight. I'm just going to pay a few bills here. So just want to ask you all out there that's listening, if you do any online shopping If you book any travel online, airline tickets, hotels, car rentals, anything like that, if you do any kind of shopping online and you don't use this website I'm going to share with you right now, you're nuts because what you're doing is you're sending money to these big companies and they're keeping all of it, whereas if you use this website, you can get some of your very own money back. So go to www.myownmoneyback.com myownmoneyback.com right in the middle of the screen there's a green button you hit that and you can sign up for an account for free they don't ask for a credit card anything like that they'll let you shop for free at all your favorite stores your usual places Expedia Priceline Travelocity where you do your travel shopping your big box stores your retail stores that you buy your toothpaste from and your kayaks from or whatever you buy online and go to myownmoneyback.com complete the transaction at your regular website you would go to anyway and at the end of each transaction you'll earn some of your very own money back as a cashback reward Once you've done it a couple of times, you'll be hooked. You'll never shop in any other way. Why would you? Why would you give all your money away when you can get some of it back? Okay, so make sure you go to www.myownmoneyback.com. All right, so let's dive into tonight's episode with Scott Kent. Scott and I met and his wife at a Mike Koenig's marketing event. I bring up Mike every podcast because we use his formula we're going to get to that in a second. But Scott, do you want to just introduce yourself, share with our listeners what you do, and then we'll dive right in? Well, hi. Thank you, Paul. Well, my name is Scott Kent, and I am the CEO of a company called the Toucan Group. And we are a direct response marketing firm. And what I do is I help businesses achieve predictable monthly sales increases using direct response marketing. Even if they have a small list or no list at all, we can work with anybody and give them predictability in their sales, which is one thing that seems sorely lacking in most people's marketing plans. A lot of them don't know from month to month whether it'll be a good month or a bad month. And personally, I've been in that same position in my past, you know, before I really got involved in this and saw the power in it. You know, you would hope for a good month, but sure in heck couldn't predict it. But with the right kind of systemized marketing, you can predict kind of exactly where your month will be six months in advance, so you're in advance farther out. Wow. That's cool. Okay, so just for our listeners, can you just share with us exactly what direct response marketing is? Well, direct response marketing, as its name says, elicits a response from your target. So it's copywritten in such a way that it kind of pushes people to respond. And so you know the power of it. 
you can get people to engage you. And I compare it to like fluff marketing or here we are marketing. You know, here we are, we're a business doing things. We'll be here when you need us. There's no call to action to engage with us. We're just here. And it's pretty expensive because it's pretty ineffective. With direct response marketing, we mine down and we look for pain points and we address those pain points with specific verbiage that lets them know that we understand their pain. We have a solution to their pain. And if they contact us sooner than later, their pain goes away sooner than later. So it's a different different way of looking at your marketing. Okay, so give us an example here. So if I'm listening to the podcast and I'm a chiropractor, how would I use direct response marketing? Okay, so if I was a chiropractor, we would send out probably what we call lumpy mail. Something would get open because there is a bulge in the envelope. And the envelope would have some specific verbiage on it. It may be something like a spring that's twisted to kind of draw an analogy to what your spine might feel like. And, you know, just elicit something to, one, the, the lumpy type mail gets opened because you got to find out what's inside of it. It's just human nature. And then the copy would address what the pain trigger is and what the solution is that's being offered by the chiropractor. You know, that would be one way. It, it, it depends on what exact niche a chiropractor would be going after. It's not all back problems, but right. it so, would address the, the individual problem. So basically, direct response would be find your avatar, come up with a, a hook, if you will, to attract mm-hmm. them. And then it's, it's basically, it, it's, it's a package or a postcard or, or an envelope that's mailed out to a specific list that you've purchased or you already own maybe your existing client, something like that. Right, right. And it doesn't always have to be mail. There's certainly an online component to it as well. But the proper mailing will get open much more than any email or online marketing as a percentage, just because it's not a normal direct mail piece. It's very unique. Right. Okay. Okay. All right. That's cool. So I think you threw in the marketing formula there that we use. I help X do Y even if Z. So let's just recap that for our listeners. One of the things that I focus on in this podcast is helping our listeners and our guests focus on a very specific formula to help succinctly and powerfully and, and in a way that piques interest to explain what they do. So the formula is I help X and X is your avatar. Do Y, which is the result that you want to help them achieve. And then even if Z is the typical kind of objection they come up with. So the the example I always give is I help soccer moms earn an extra 500 to $1,000 per month, even if they only have five hours a week available. So I say that to people, then they'll say, okay, what's that all about? And then that starts the conversation. So Scott, do you want to just say yours again for us? Sure. I help businesses create a predictable monthly income stream, whether they have a small list or no list at all. Okay. All right. So the only feedback I would give on that is businesses is very generic. So what Scott may do is kind of over time, focus that in a little bit more, and it might be network marketers, or it might be right. chiropractors, right. or it might be you know CPAs or whatever. And it can change that dependent upon who he's talking to as well. So, right, it is. It, it's niche driven. So when I'm talking to a chiropractor, that would be who I'd be helping in that situation. Perfect, perfect. All right, that's good. So you've got that nailed down. Well done. That's a great mm-hmm. job. Okay, so next question in the interview is. Obviously, you've got good experience in marketing. So can you share with us, so we can learn from it, a success story and an associated kind of marketing tip for our listeners? Yeah, I've got a success story. I've got a friend that bought a franchise tax office. And when he bought it, it was doing about 320 tax returns a year for the past several years. We broke away from the standard franchise marketing method, went to a direct response method. That year he bought it, we spent 25% less than the typical franchise budget would be and boosted the returns from about 320 up to over 960. Yeah, it was a good gain. He was he was very happy. 
So what exactly, probably more than one thing, but what would you say the key thing is that you did different? We went after several different avatars and spoke a specific language to that avatar. It wasn't broad brush, here's a tax return, you know, we can do your taxes like everybody else. We found some pain triggers, we got people in based on those triggers for those hooks, and uh, it worked really well. And also we're able to, as part of those 960 plus returns, a great deal of those were also referral generation. So, you know, we, we tied into people in such a way that they were referring other people like them to the office. It worked phenomenally well. Okay. So you used a pain trigger, you got somebody on board, and then you incentivized them to give you a referral. Yes. Okay. Can you share a typical pain trigger that you would use for that example? You know, it might be people who are hand to mouth as far as their paycheck goes. They want their return fast. They want the most money they can get would be one that was a big one for this particular office. Right. And, and so we keyed more on what you don't have because you haven't done your taxes and, and then what we could do to solve that problem and solve it better than any other tax office. So. Nice. And what Scott's sharing there is he's saying pain trigger. Now, from my experience in all my years of sales and marketing, you know, you've got your typical broad-based, you've got greed and you've got fear of loss. And so you can appeal to someone's greed, you know, here's a way of getting more money, or you can appeal to their fear of loss. If you don't do this, you're going to lose this money. And out of the two, over years of experience, the fear of loss or the pain, that gets a much better response than than greed or good stuff. Would you agree with that, Scott? Oh, I definitely would. In fact, if you've got a second, I'll share a quick story that I yeah, heard a few years ago, and I think it's, it's always 100%. If I called you at three in the morning and said, hey, Paul, this is Scott. You know, I just went to a casino, won a bunch of money. I put 300 bucks in your mailbox. You'd probably find it early in the morning when you went to work. Right. If I called you at three in the morning and said, hey, Paul, there's kids walking down the street with baseball bats, bashing taillights out of cars. You'd be down there in two seconds. Right. right. So the fear of loss, even though a taillight might be $300, is far more motivating than the gain than you would have got. Yeah, that's great. I love that. Okay, so people listening, when you're marketing your business, yes, it's nice to talk about all the lovey-dovey, fluffy stuff that's so wonderful. We go on cruises and we, we get a car and all this kind of stuff. But if you can learn from Scott there and put across, hey, if you don't do this, you know, a year from now, you could be in the same situation and how would that feel? So get the person on the other end of your message thinking about the fear of loss of not joining your business or not becoming a customer or not buying your services. And that will motivate them much more. Scott just demonstrated with the tail light story. I love that story. That's great. Thanks for sharing that. Oh, you bet. All right. So marketing is all about testing. It's all about trying things and getting them wrong and, and fixing it and moving on and learning from that. So can you share with us a marketing setback where you thought, you know what? I've got this thing, it's going to work, it's going to knock the skin off this, it's going to be amazing, and you did it, and it was a complete you-know-what, and um, what lessons did you learn from that? Yeah, I I did. I I put together for another business I own a set of flyers that was targeting real estate agents with signage. I have a printing business also. Put together a nice-looking flyer, nice imaging, good packages, good pricing, threw it out there, and this was a few years ago, and it was a, here we are, we're available, kind of a piece, Mm -hmm. and I don't think I even recovered the cost of printing. Oh, wow. Okay. So yeah, what, do you, no, was, what do you think you did wrong there? Well, I, I didn't solve a problem for them. Right. You know, I, I put a thing out figuring, you know, you know, the one thing I will say, and, and we've all fallen into this, I'm sure, 
when you're marketing yourself, one of the hardest things is that you're looking from the inside out and you're trying to envision what your clients or prospects are really looking for. And until you really delve down and know what they're looking for, we all know we have the solution to certain people's problems, but we don't articulate it in a way that they know we have the solution. It's, it's evident to us, so not to them. And that's what this piece was. It was evident that I had great products and you know signage packages for them, but they didn't need it. I you know, didn't think they did. I was just there. I was available. So I like what you're saying there. You're saying it was a here we are marketing campaign as opposed to solving a problem marketing campaign, correct? Right, right. You know, it was before I started my, my venture into the direct response and, and didn't have the knowledge I have now. But yeah, it was, it was like a lot of advertising you see. You know, they were very good packages and they were priced right and everything was right except there was no urgency to do anything with them. And so nothing happened. So this is really good stuff. For people listening here, this is so fundamental that, and it's mistakes we've all made. So we join a company or we set up our own business and let's say it's Scott with his printing business and he knows he can do the best flyers and the best business cards and the best door hangers. So as he said, he did a kind of a, here we are, look at all of our stuff, it's great. And people are getting that marketing piece and going, yeah, so what? I don't need it. So what Scott said to turn that around is you really need to find people who have a problem, a hungry crowd or a thirsty crowd, and position your marketing, your business, your product to solve the problem they're having. And in one of our episodes when we interviewed Landon Stewart, it came up that a very famous marketing saying is, and I've got to dig out who came up with this and give them credit, is when you're marketing, you need to enter a conversation that your target is already having in their mind. So if Scott's targeting realtors, he wants to know what's going in their mind. How do I get more listings? How do I differentiate myself from all the other realtors? How do I get my name known in the area? If he can enter their mind and use their language, as he said, and put his marketing piece together using that, it'd be much more successful. Is that, would you agree there, Scott? Oh, 100%. Okay. You're right on in that. Okay, cool. So right now, Scott, obviously you're doing well, but what's the when you wake up in the morning? Let's get it, let's enter your mind right now. Let's do the same thing. So, what is the number one marketing challenge that you're currently having for you and your business? I think my number one marketing challenge is finding people who believe marketing is an asset and not just an expense. And by that, I mean, you know, every marketing plan has a budget and it is an expense. You can write it off your taxes, which is wonderful. Done properly, it's also an asset. And I like to compare it to if you had a clothing store and I bought a garment for $10 and sold it for 20 you know, I have 100% profit on my purchase. And marketing done right is the same thing. If you spend a couple thousand dollars or $10,000 or $100,000 on a marketing plan and your revenue is far exceeding that, by definition, it's an asset. And conversely, if I charge you $5 and we totally flopped, it costs you $5. It's not a lot of money, but you'd make anything on it. And a lot of people, I think, just because of how a lot of marketing has been in the past, you know, they, they just have experience with doing it halfway and having it fail. So they're a little bit skeptical about getting into something that appears to be very unique. And, you know, well, if it works so great, how come everybody's not doing it? And you know, that's, that's kind of the, the problem that we face currently okay. is just educating people as to what it really can bring. Okay, so there's so many good things coming out of this interview, Scott. Thanks for, again for being on the oh, show. So, well. Okay, so I agree with Scott there. When you talk to, and I do this, I consult people on marketing. When I talk to people, and obviously when Scott talks to people and says, okay, let's do a direct response campaign or let's do a Facebook marketing campaign or, or whatever it is, a lot of small business people, okay, well, how much is it going to cost me, as Scott said, and it's, and it's all about return on investment. And also in marketing, you don't get instant results. It takes some time. You know, Scott might have to, let's say I hired Scott today to run my 
direct response from my chiropractic business. The first go around, we're going to get some results and it's going to maybe on that first go around, it might be a negative return. I don't know. We might not get instantly results that, that are going to pay for the campaign. The second go around, both Scott and I are going to get better at this because we're going to analyze the results. The third go around, we're going to get even better. And all we're trying to do is, and when this happens in your marketing campaign, I promise you, you will not be able to sleep that night or any time onwards because it, it blows your mind. Once Scott or I or whoever you work with or you do it yourself, once you've got to the position where for you put a dollar into your marketing campaign and you get a dollar ten back, you've now learned how to print money. It's as simple as that. You put a dollar in your marketing campaign and a dollar ten comes back. Then you'll put $5 in, then you'll put $10 in, and you'll scale up. It doesn't happen overnight, as Scott said. It takes time, but if you're prepared to invest the time and the initial money and the, and the effort into it, the day that happens that you start analyzing your results and a dollar goes in and dollar ten comes out, you've now become financially secure for the rest of your life. Would you agree, Scott? I, I would. And, and if I could add two things to that, too. Certainly. The speed with which you get returns it's really based on a couple things. If you don't have your avatar down, that makes it tough. If you know your avatar inside out, upside down, that's step one. Step two is you know using the right verbiage and, and doing some split testing and things like that, but, but basically knuckling down and having the right budget to do it properly. And if you do that, then the returns can be very, very fast. But you know, the avatar is the first step in all that. Absolutely. You know, it sounds like I'm harping on it, but it is so critical to the, the thing working. Absolutely. And, and this comes up in pretty much every interview we do. So we're getting the point across to our listeners. And again, Avatar, if you haven't heard an episode from us before, is simply who's your ideal customer? Who's your target customer? Where do they live? How old are they? What are their habits? What are their pain points? What motivates them? What's the budget? What's the demographics? As Scott said, the more you know about them, what language do they use? What can they relate to? Where do they hang out? Where can you get to them? All those things. The more you get to know about that person, the more that using the example of Scott's business, copywriting and, and a direct response, or maybe it's Facebook advertising, or maybe it's, you know, whatever it is, you've got to know that person inside out and that increases your returns. So that's really good stuff. Thanks for sharing that. You're welcome. Let's look forward then now. What are you excited about in terms of marketing? What are you considering doing? What are you working on? What are you going to launch? What's, what's new? Well, I've got a couple of things that work in a couple of different industries I'm launching, but you know what, I, what I'm really focusing on now is trying to get the word out and the message out to people to change their mindset and let them see that the business they are in, without regard to what they do, is the marketing business. If you're a chiropractor, you're not in the chiropractic business. You're in the marketing business, marketing chiropractic services. If you're a plumber, you're in the marketing business, marketing plumbing services. And the companies that get to be the biggest aren't always the best. Seldom are they the best, but they market best. When people have that mindset that I am in the marketing business and I'm going to think about marketing my service, my goods, and that's their mindset, Great things happen really fast. That's so powerful. And uh, I remember listening to a CD from Dan Kennedy, very, very oh. famous. And you'll know him, Scott, obviously. That's exactly where I got that thought. <laughs> exactly. So, <laughs> and I was driving to work and I was listening to the guy who'd won his marketing student of the year or whatever the title was. Uh-huh. And he was in Northern California. This guy had, I think, two or three tanning salons. And he said exactly what Scott said there. He said, 
I focus 100% on marketing, learning marketing inside out, and then I apply it to whatever business I'm working with. And it happened to be his own business, these tanning salons, and he went through all these different things he's done creatively, and it blew my mind. And again, he said, as Scott just said, become a marketing person first and apply it to your own business. Become a marketing person first and then find a business to apply it to. I interviewed Jeanette Encinias just recently, the editor of my books, and she said, I went to college to be a writer. I didn't go to college to be an entrepreneur or a marketer. And, right. and that's what happens. You come out of college or you come out of your trade and you, you are a chiropractor or, or a CPA or a printer, whatever you are. And then as Scott said, you then go, now, how do I market this? And let's do it the opposite way around. Learn everything you can about marketing and then say, where do I employ my skills to make the most money here? And, and that's, that's the right way of doing it. But yeah, obviously, we're both students of Dan Kennedy. We'll put a link in the show notes to his website. The guy's a genius, and you're going to learn a lot from Dan Kennedy. Very true. All right. So before we go into the six-pack round, let me just share with people a little bit about what I'm doing right now as well. You, you may already know that I wrote the book, From Hello to Yes, in three minutes or less. And Scott mentioned Avatar there. I really, really studied my Avatar before I wrote that book. In fact, I only wrote the book because one of the people who were my Avatar put on Facebook one day, write the damn book. I'd spent (laughs) so much time communicating with my Avatar. What are your problems? What are your pain points? What difficulties do you have? And I tested by writing a chapter and saying, hey, check this out, or recording a podcast and say, check this out. In fact, for the second edition of the book, I actually sent a chapter to Scott's wife for her to check out for me and give me feedback. So the reason why my book was successful was I absolutely knew my avatar inside out, upside down, sideways. And I asked them to tell me, what is it you're having difficulty with? I categorized that into three topics. And the three topics were in order were how to overcome call reluctance, know exactly what to say, and then deal with rejection when using the telephone as a network marketing professional. And I wrote the book based upon people telling me, you need to write this book because you're helping us. And these are the problems we've had and you're fixing them. So write the damn book. So Again, the book is From Hello to Yes in Three Minutes or Less. Obviously, you'll find it on Amazon and Barnes and & Noble and all the big stores. But that's an example of knowing my avatar and then and their problems, uh, pain points, as Scott said, and then going solving them. And, and, and it's worked out very well. So, Okay, Scott, we're going to go through to the six-pack round now. Okay. Six quick questions, and the answers we'll refer to in the show notes. And again, all the show notes that are, are found at the website, www.howtomarketyou.com and your business.com. All right, Scott, are you ready? I am ready. Okay, perfect. So number one, what's the best marketing book, best business book, best motivational book, whichever one you want to refer to? What's the best book you've ever read? For me personally, the best book was the E-Meth series by Michael Gerber. Nice. I come from the brick and mortar side of business as most of my history, and it really changed my business massively once I took on his theories and things. And what's the number one theory in that book? Do what you're good at and outsource the rest. Absolutely. And also work on your business and right, not, not in. in your business. That's right. right. So exactly. all about systems. Yep. And if you want a perfect example of that, just think of McDonald's. Agreed? Agreed? Yes. Absolutely. Okay, good. Yeah. So yeah, McDonald's has a multi-billion empire run by high school kids because they have the systems in place. Right. Good book. Okay, again, we'll have a link to that in the, on the website. Best marketing tool, Scott. What's the best thing you're using right now? Best thing I'm using is a virtual assistant. 
All right. Tell us more. I can, well, I can have them do all my dirty work. You know, if I'm working with a client in a specific business, I can have my VA do all my research for me, find out what groups I want to be on Facebook so I can I can mine for people, things like that. And, and again, it kind of goes back to the Michael Gerber thing. I mean, you, you outsource the things that you don't have to do that a, that a less expensive person could do and, and have all the information uh, categorized and cataloged for me and I can do it from there. All right. So, so again, there's an example. You look at, we all know about virtual assistants. I learned about that the first time when I read the book, The 4-Hour Work Week from Timothy Ferris. Mm-hmm. But then you go, oh, no, it's another expense. I'm now going to pay someone else to do my work. And, but, you know, again, it's return on investment. If you can pay someone four bucks for an hour's work and you can use that hour and make 20 bucks, bingo, you're right. financially yep. secure, correct? Exactly. The power of leverage. Absolutely. Can you share with us where you, if you don't mind, where you get your virtual assistants from? I've got mine through one, two, three employee, Davin Michaels Group. Okay. And it's uh, it's a pretty slick company. Yeah. I'd recommend them highly. Okay. So again, we'll put a link to the website in the show notes. Good. All right. Best marketing advice you've ever had? <sighs> Have powerful friends and talk to them frequently. All right. Tell us more. Well, if you friend up and... You know, you interact with them. People that have been where you want to go will get you there a lot faster than if you just try and uh, figure it out on your own. And where do, you, where do you find these friends? Well, I find a lot of them at uh, seminars, mm-hmm. things like that. And you interact and, you know, and, and you find them on Facebook. You'd be, you'd be surprised how oftentimes you can tie into somebody you think is so far out of your league. And my experience has been that, you know, there's a few jerks out there, but a lot of people have been where you are now. And they've taken your same journey, and, and a lot of them are very willing to help you and talk with you and interact with you. I agree with that. And I've kind of made friends, not, I wouldn't say friends that would go out for beer together, but using Facebook, you know, big name people, Gary Vaynerchuk, mm-hmm. you know, he's responded to a couple of my posts. Jordan Adler from Beach Money, same thing, he's responded. The coolest one of all of them was uh, Ricky Gervais. Oh, wow. Uh, yeah, who's not only a comic genius, he's a, he's. Probably, I believe, the best actor in the world right now. If you really study what Ricky Gervais can produce, unbelievable. And he's responded right. a couple of times. So, And he's a marketing genius. Yes, he is. Uh, so, yeah, you know, obviously, Scott and I go to a lot of events, and I always encourage our listeners, if there's an event in town and you've got a chance to go, go. But also, yeah, why not reach out to some big-time people on Facebook? Who knows what could happen? It's, uh, and who knows where that could go? Yeah. All right, so linking into our next question, talking about events, what would you say has been the best event you've ever been to, Scott? Well, there's been so many good ones. You know, I've got to say Internet Profits Live this past year. Okay. It was huge. A lot of great information, a lot of great people. The thing that separated that event from others is that everybody that spoke in order to speak from stage had what Steve Olsher, who put on the event, calls a two-minute drill. They guarantee a minimum of two minutes of time to anybody that's standing in line after their talk. Oh, wow. And it's uninterrupted time, and you can really ask them anything you want. I ended up connecting with it with one of the speakers, and we're working right now on a joint venture. Nice. In, in two minutes. So, gosh. Wow. Yeah, it was, it was incredible. So that's better than my book, From Hello to Yes in Three Minutes or Less. Well, no, there you go. It's a new book, Paul. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Let's write a book. That's 50% cool. faster. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. All right. In fact, when I wrote my book, a friend of mine said, you know what? I'm working on a book myself right now, and it's From Hello to Yes in Two and a Half Minutes or Less. <laughs> <laughs> so I could undercut you. No, I got to one-up you. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. <laughs> All right. But that, yeah, again, that will put links to that event. That sounds like a really cool event. All right, Scott. So obviously you're an entrepreneur, you're a businessman, lots of experience. You, you clearly enjoy what you do. What's the best part about what you do? Being able to help people and really make a change in people's lives is extremely gratifying. 
you know, I run into a lot of people who are doing good enough, but they're not doing where they want to be. And I can feel their pain to be able to turn them around and, and just, you know, you can tell the emotion when you talk to them and everything has changed for them. Just seeing their demeanor change is insanely satisfying. Right. Absolutely. It is. And you get a testimonial or a text or a thank you or something and that, that makes it all worthwhile. Yeah, it definitely does. All right. And it's also nice to get paid to do it as well. Let's, yes. Let's, let's be honest about it, yeah? No, that's, that's true. Absolutely. Okay. So, obviously, with your background, I'm sure you, you know, you're one of these guys that's walking the dog or whatever and thinks of another business venture, another entrepreneurial idea. What's the craziest business idea you've ever, you've ever thought of? I'm pitching one tomorrow, but I got an NDA in place, so I can't talk about it. Okay, but, yeah. you know, outside of that, you know, I don't know that there's any real crazy ideas. I think there's ideas that make a lot of money and they're natural. And I think there's ideas that just need a little different marketing. Have you ever had an idea where you've thought, ah, it's not going to work, that's, no one's ever going to do that, and then you bloody well saw it again, someone's done it and making some money from it? Oh, all the time. All the time. For myself, I come up with all kinds of ideas, and then I beat the crap out of them. And, and my thought is, well, if it's still standing after I annihilate it, then it's a really good idea. Sometimes that takes longer than it should, and there and behold, somebody else didn't go through that step. And they just went and ahead and got did it. it. Out. Yeah. Yeah. But, I mean, you know, as far as crazy ideas, you know, I don't know how old the audience is, but, you know, I go back to the 70s when somebody figured out a way to sell a rock by calling it a pet. Right. And that would certainly be a crazy idea, but it was insanely successful. <laughs> yeah. What about the good old, oh, I can't remember it now, Snuggy? Is it Snuggy? Yeah. The blanket the little, with arms. Uh, blanket with the blanket with the sleeves or whatever yeah, it was. Yeah, blanket with arms. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> billion dollars. They sold a billion dollars for those things. Yeah, it's amazing. Wow. So, I mean, but, you know, it's just... There's a, there's a market out there for anything you can think of. Mm-hmm. You just have to come up with the right marketing and it can work. Absolutely, absolutely. All right, so I've really, really enjoyed this interview. Literally, I, I guarantee Scott and I could talk another two hours about marketing and, and, <laughs> and just jam about it and come up with more ideas. But uh, Scott's been a great help on this podcast already. So if you're a small business owner, an entrepreneur, a network marketer, whatever your background is, clearly Scott has years and years of experience and track record of helping people like you market you and your business. You may not have thought of direct response. You might look at that as old school kind of 70s stuff and, you know, you want to do Facebook and and retargeting and, and sales funnels, which is all well and good. But clearly, Scott knows what he's talking about, and I would really, really recommend you reach out to him. I'm going to let him share his contact information within a second and, you know, get in touch with him, run your idea by him, share your story, share your pain points with him. And let's see if, you know, we can't get the two, you know, you, you guys back on the show one day saying, yeah, I reached out to Scott and now I spend a dollar on marketing and I get a dollar 25 out of marketing and, I'm, and I can't sleep at night with excitement. So, <laughs> all right, Scott. So go ahead, tell our listeners more about what services you provide, how they can get a hold of you. And let's see if we can help you get some business. Well, we provide a systematic marketing package for you clients based on their needs. And at the hub of it is direct response marketing, getting people to actually engage with you. You know, if people want a free consultation, if they mention that they, they heard the show, I'll give them a, a half hour free phone consultation and help them as much as I can and try to get to the root of what will make them better. Awesome. They could contact me at scott at the toucan group.com. So let's spell that out. Toucan is T-O-U-C-A-N. So, so the toucan group.com. Okay, so Scott, S-E-O-T-T, at thetoucangroup.com. Yes. Are you on Facebook? I am, yeah. Toucan Group is our Facebook page. So Toucan Group. Okay, so so what Scott's just said there is, you know, with all these years of experience, if you contact him and say, I heard about you, Scott, I, I got to know you, Scott, on the podcast, How to Market You and Your Business, 
he's going to take 30 minutes of his busy time, a busy schedule, and devote that to helping you market you and your business. That's mind-blowing, Scott. Thank you so much for offering that. Oh, you're quite welcome. All right, guys. So thanks very much for listening in today. This has been a great episode. I want you to you know, rewind, if you will, and, and listen in again. Walking the dog at the gym, whatever you're doing, because there's so many nuggets in this. If you listen to this show again, I guarantee you'll hear two or three nuggets that you might have missed the first time around. But it's so powerful what we shared with you today. So, Scott, I really, really want to thank you for being a guest on the show. It's been it's great catching up with you. Obviously, I've met you and your wife in the past. Yeah. Thanks for sharing your experience and also thanks for that generous offer to all of our listeners. 30-minute free consultation with Scott. That's amazing. So thanks again, Scott. Oh, you're quite welcome, Paul. And thank you for, for having me on the show. It's been a pleasure. All right. Wonderful. Thanks very much. Okay. So there you have it. You now have work to do. Drop everything and implement at least one of the strategies you've heard. No, really. If you don't take action right away, it won't happen. Visit Paul's website at www.paulgwamsley.com for more free training and resources. And email him at paul at paulgwamsley.com with any questions or challenges.